Hi, this is BC Azad and I'm on Made in India with me. The first song that I'm going to be performing for you is called Naya Hindustan. What's the throne we go own it in the homeland? What's the throne we go own it in the homeland? What's the throne we go own it in the homeland? Make it how we see it, got a vision, got our own plans. Had a vision, made revisions, I've been scheming. I've been praying, I've been wishing, I've been dreaming. But Joe's beat catching heat like an info. So this is Azad coming at you with the info. This is how we say it, you don't know me, hum ka chinene. Bajare nahi, beshi dambaya my kinene. If you need something to believe in, you can buy me. Only ever keep it to a hundred, you can try me. Banunga raja tu bhi aja. Banunga raja tu bhi aja. Banunga raja tu bhi aja. महाकाल कड़े तो काटो अपने आप भी तो ताको अपने आप है काले कितने तुम पे श्राप पाले कितने तुमने साफ कितने 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 साफ पर वो डसते ने काली जुबाने उनके चाले शाड़े फसते ने खूनी फिर भी लगते जोकर पर वो हंसते ने क्योंकि उनके मालिक ने लिया था उनको सस्ते में दिखेंगे रास्ते पे 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 क्यूँकी उनके मालिक ने लिया था उनको सस्ते में ये सस्ते नशे ये सस्ते काम ये सस्ते फाइनल सोल्यूशन को पहचान इसका क्या है परिणाम उसका कितना होगा दाम हमने लड़के ली आजादी फिर क्यों आजादी हराम Funny thing is that we've been here past the T-shirt. Truth hurts, the youth hurts. When they can't afford the dentist and the tooth hurts, we could build a new majority, the tooth hurts. देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान. देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान. देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान. मेरी आँखें कब खुलेंगी कब बजेंगे मेरे कान? नहीं हारूंगा जुनूंड मैं. गर्मी क्यों है मेरे खून में जय भीम कब पुकारूंगा सुकून से कब मैं बेवजह न डरूंगा कानून से कब ये पूरी होगी एकता पूरी जबन एकता को समझे और स्वीकारे तब तो कह सकेंगे देश का कहना होगा करना होगा अपना काम अब तो खाली होगी लाते पर है आजादी इनाम देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान मेरी आंखें कब खुलेंगी कब बजेंगे मेरे कान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान मेरी आंखें कब खुलेंगी कब बजेंगे मेरे कान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान देखो देखो मैं हूँ नया हिंदुस्तान मेरी आंखें कब खुलेंगी कब बचेंगे मेरे कान Hey, so I'm so excited that I have Arijit Saint, BC Azad in the house, and we just heard Naya Hindustan from your brand new latest. Offering to us in the universe of music. Well, it's so nice to have you here on Made in India. Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, like uh, to meet you, you know, <laughs> in person. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Actually, uh, you're part of a band called Park Circus. Yeah, that are a Calcutta funk hip hop outfit, and that's how I first heard of you. And we actually featured your song Kranti Kari on one of our mixtapes, Revolutions mixtape, in the week. 
of the CAA protests that was happening. We were trying to bring together incredible protest music that was coming out of the independent music scene in India. And Kanti Kari was one of them. So I actually wanted to kind of understand, because I was looking at your trajectory in the music scene. And Park Circus was like 2018. And uh, were you also part of a band, I think before 2014, called Peppermint Sunshine? <laughs> yeah. Is that was, true? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Was that like, I mean, I'm assuming that was, was that the first band that you'd ever been in? Uh, the first band that I'd uh, performed with, yeah, as in on stage. Yeah. And it was like very different kind of music, you know. It was Tell more... me, what different? You're like, I wasn't really like rapper and all, but... Uh... No, no, I was like a kind of country anti-folk uh, with a guitar, Bob Dylan kind of space. Really? Yeah, yeah. That is, <laughs> that is like straight out of Calcutta only, no? <laughs> I mean, Bob Dylan's a great rapper, I mean, uh, as well. So great you can see how true. like that comes out of there. No, fair enough. Yeah. And I think Peppermint Sunshine like vanished. But yeah. I think you were still pretty much part of the independent music scene, particularly in Calcutta. Because I did read yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I think Neil Adhikari had put yeah. up this post yeah. about the Calcutta Collective. Yeah. and yeah. So yeah, I mean, Neil's an old friend. Like, again, Calcutta is a small mm-hmm. place. And back then he was still, you know, there. And one of the few people who was really trying to hold the scene up. He's always been really approachable, accessible. Like in that scene, he might be really, really established or, yeah. you know, winning like a Bangla film pair, whatever. But it's like for somebody who's much younger, starting out, doesn't have that credibility, he always had his door open. Uh, so, yeah, he started the Calcutta Collective in that way. There was a lot of really talented uh, songwriters in that. And that was what it was, Songwriters Collective, because it's hard to hold a band together. Mm-hmm. So it was more like, you know, we can all play different instruments. We all write songs. So we'll all create a set out of all the songs that we have. Yeah. So we performed with that for a couple of years, a few gigs here and there. So yeah. that was really nice. Like that was post Peppermint Sunshine because Peppermint Sunshine was my college band. Oh. So that was like a bunch of people who were in Jadapur with me at the yeah. time. Yeah. And then post that, there was the Calcutta Collective. Then I kind of dropped off the music scene. Uh, I mean, I was kind of going through some changes, as you can see. Like... Uh, <laughs> What I'm curious about is where yeah. did you, you know, let go of the ukulele and then walked into the hip-hop sunshine? I mean, I didn't let go of the ukulele. It just <laughs> stays just, at home. Like <laughs> He's just chilling. He's, yeah. like, he's like like in his box, like kept in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, my songwriting style at that time, it's very like punk. Yeah. So, or whatever. Like, if, you know, Lou Reed has his thing, it's like mm. two chords is okay, three is fine, four is jazz. So, <laughs> most of it is like uh, three chord songs that uh, more focused on the lyrics. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I could play, I can play, but I'm not necessarily the greatest guitarist or uke player. So, it was always about the lyrics. And then I kind of, I like combining different sounds. And I can't play so many instruments that I want to put in my music. Neither... At that point, could I reach so many people who could do those things? Coordination uh, and scheduling is yeah. the biggest nightmare yeah. on earth. Just... And then it's about, you know, you have to get tight with the band. You have to spend a lot of time. And that's a beautiful process. You know, I support that. It's just that I couldn't find a way to make it happen. Mm. So I think the things that drew me to hip hop are that there's a focus on lyricism. And there's this whole aspect of sampling where you can like take things from different places, put them together, create like recreate them in a new context or in a totally different way. Yeah. Uh, hip hop to me is like that melting pot of all the different genres. You know, if you have someone like, for example, Lil Nas X mm. with Old Town Road, right? That's a country hip hop song. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you can do like a psychedelic hip hop song. You could do like an electronic hip hop song. You could do a fully acoustic hip hop song, and you can combine all of these and make one song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what's the beauty of uh, hip hop to me is, in that sense, the most post modern you know genre because it's all about uh, recombination hmm. and uh, creating new meaning out of old material. So uh, yeah, uh, that's how I kind of fell into hip hop. I got really into. The NWA at one point, I was I saw straight out of Compton, and I was like, oh yeah, easy is doing people. it, you know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, also it's just that thinking about it, like when you're a singer songwriter, like you know, kind of making this certain kind of music, you don't necessarily think that you can do yeah. that other thing. Of course. But again, just watching like and hearing that story about Easy E walking into the studio and just like making Boys in the Hood. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can, I can try, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm the lyrical chameleon, right? So I Ha-ha. keep changing. Yes. And uh, reinventing. It's also his Instagram handle, guys. <laughs> so there also is, as you're talking about there being a diversity in the way that you can approach hip hop in terms of you can have something that's super electronica or super mm. funky and whatever that may be. The other is that you actually rap in English, Hindi and Bangla. Yeah. So is there a language that you feel more comfortable with or you feel like expresses a lot of what you want to say? Like, what's the language that you prefer? It depends. Around the moment, the person I'm talking to, like, I think all of us, you know, thought about we end up talking in like two or three yeah. languages at the same time. That's how we communicate. Living in a place like India, most people are at least bilingual, if not trilingual. It mm-hmm. would be English, Hindi plus whatever. Yeah. State language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was natural. Now, I'm also a writer. So when I would try to write dialogue, and I was writing primarily mm. in English. I studied English honors, right, in college. Mm. And uh, I grew up, like, you know, with that, oh, I think in English kind of space. But I don't, actually. And it's like, oh. you realize that, actually, there are all these voices in my head. So I have a real love of language. I'd love to incorporate, yeah. you know, as many languages as I can into my music. Into, you know, the voices in my head, so to speak. Because yeah. that just helps me have a richer experience of the world, of yeah. other people. So when you're saying those voices in your head... yeah. I feel like some of those voices might have like a personality. Is it like your Bangla persona very different from your Hindi, very different from your English? When you're speaking or what you're talking about in yeah. those languages in your music. No, I mean, let me clarify. These aren't voices in my head. <laughs> wow, <laughs> but, you uh, are literally <laughs> taking me literally. Yeah, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. I just wanted to make a joke. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, you could say that, but it depends. Again, it's not so much about the language, though, yeah, there is that and I don't even know it mm-hmm. it happens naturally and you know if I was to try and express that without using the language then it would not be what it is but that three-dimensional aspect of when I'm speaking to someone in Bengali I speak to them in Bengali or English or Hindi I automatically you know switch into that certain mindset but I think that would be yeah. the same for any of us if you're talking to our boss or if we're talking to our parents if you're talking to a friend from college or a friend from work like yeah. we keep switching and we switch our languages as well Absolutely. I mean, for you, when when we're talking about music, for me, it's a lot to do with humor. So, -hmm. like, I'll always switch accent, like, when I'm cracking a joke in a particular way, because if you say it in that way, it'll sound funnier. Or in the same way that, you know, if I'm talking, when I think about Malayalam, which is my mother tongue, I'm talking to my grandmother, it's very different sort of connotation. Or when you meet a Malu and the Mm -hmm. jokes that you crack with them are super different from someone that barely knows you and you've just met them like five minutes ago and they, I don't know, come from the US or UK or something. So I think that 
I agree with you that a lot of it um, happens like autopilot. You have yeah. like no real control over it because your brain already does the switching on its own. Yeah. And yeah, I think some of it comes very naturally without it being so forced or... Yeah, yeah. So, so that happens naturally in life. But in the process of creation of music, that's, I guess, the other thing that hip hop taught me, you know, uh, is that I was always trying to sound like that person or I was always trying to you know, write like this person. And emulate but, them in some way. Yeah, even if I wasn't really, you know, oh, I want to write a Bob Dylan song, but like, you know, that would be the standard I would set, right? Mm-hmm. That I won't have to reach that proficiency with this language yeah. or way of writing. Whereas with hip hop, the cool thing is that what people like about it is it's those local dialects and accents, mm-hmm. which other people don't understand, which yeah. makes you listen. It's like, what are they saying? And you spend some time on it and you get to know, like, you know, how do people speak in Inglewood? So... Uh, I was like, yeah, I, I live a certain life. Now, again, you know, I'm very clear. I always have been like, it's a form of self-representation, right? So you have mm-hmm. to represent where you come from. I don't want to be appropriating again, like, even if it's a language that's native to mm-hmm. the world around me. If I don't speak like that in reality, I mm-hmm. wouldn't adopt that as my voice 100%. And that's why I keep switching my voice. Like, I keep trying different voices, different even there are different characters in the songs, you know. I don't yeah. know. It's not so clearly demarcated. It's for the listener to figure out who's yeah, what yeah. or what the perspective is. So actually, um, I'm so excited because you're, you know, putting a new record out. And Naya Hindusam, which is, you know, the first song on uh, your album, you've also performed on the show. I'm excited to hear more of it. What's the second song that you're going to be playing for me today? Aayega uh, Kal. And I thought you literally were going to be like, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so um, what's the song about for people that don't know? Uh, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know. Uh, <laughs> I made it. I can't remember now. <laughs> no. Uh, so it's about hope in the face of like uh, despair and also in the sense that uh, despair in the face of hope, that constant struggle that we're stuck in. If you listen to the chorus, it's like, Aaj mein mani hai haar par aayega kal. Uh, you know, so each lyric takes you up and takes you down. Okay, I'm still hurting from yesterday and tomorrow is still coming. So and each has a sort of slightly different connotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like to leave things a little open to interpretation because, uh, you know, make people work a bit like <laughs> Be like, now you think when you listen to my music, oh, damn it. <laughs> I can't explain everything to you. <laughs> awesome. So uh, the next song you're going to be performing for us is called I Got Kal. That's right. Dead in the water. Stopped in my tracks. No moving forward And no going back I flew to the border I caught too much flag I came off my pills I'm just talking smack I'm the drop beat I'm the two left feet I'm the sign of breathing In empty quarter seats And I can keep you guessing On the marks on sheets And I could level with your level But I could be on the streets Uh I wanna be free Truth is I'm nothing but me 
truth is I'm kind of a freak I'm lucky that you let me speak I'm lucky that you dig my soul I feel like you're eating me whole Feeling you watching me Feel like you're touching me Fuck it, I'm taking control Aaj mene maani hai haat par aayega kal Aaj mene khani hai maat par aayega kal Peete nahi kal ke dard par aayega kal Peeke na ban sega mard par aayega kal Na kaise ke aaj ki kahani batayega kal Binokri katti jawani par aayega kal Makhan nahi hai dukano mein aayega kal Kuch bhi na aata samajh par aayega खाली नहीं धुन बजाते हैं कहने की बातें है रहने की रातें हैं सहने के पल है और जन्मों के साथ है तुझमे और मुझमे अभी जज्बाते हैं कह दो ये कहने से कल को भुलाते हैं कह जो ना पाते हैं भूतों के लाते हैं कह दो ये कहने से कल को बनाते हैं कह जो ना पाते हैं भूतों पे लाते हैं lucky enough and very kind of you to share a private link to this album before it released and i really enjoyed it and there was something phenomenally refreshing about it it feels deeply personal but it also is you know there is satire there is there's, there's so much that you know you sort of are getting from this record and i wanted to kind of understand from you at least for you what did you feel naya hindustan kind of represented for myself nee hindustan is the like kind of a culmination of a journey that i took and it is also the and a culmination of a journey that we have taken kind of together as a nation we are on the cusp of some huge transformations whatever you know you might um, think that this part of it is good that part of it is bad whatever but there's a lot happening and i just yeah. wanted to capture this even in like the representation of language i started out writing purely in english and uh, to get to this point with this uh, album where most of the songs are either mixes or a mm. lot of them are all hindi some of them are mostly bangla or all bangla yeah so yeah it was just me understanding the world around me because we live in so many bubbles yeah. in this country is like everyone's in their bubble and this is a collection of bubbles so that's where there's like so many <laughs> spaces to explore I love that. I I really enjoyed it. And I, again, there's so much that you talk about, you know, that a lot of ideas in in the record as well as just in the way you sort of approach music. There's also a real diversity there as well. 
The other is that there is some level of activism in your music, too. And, you know, it's one of those moments where you look out into the world and it bothers you, right? Like, I think all of us are sort of going through that moment now. And I am kind of curious, what are the things that are upsetting you right now when you look out into the world? The nation wants to know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that are upsetting. I think the main thing is, With my music, what I try to do is to bring people who wouldn't normally be hanging out together or be talking to each other together and having a conversation. And I think uh, as we get more and more atomized in this world, you know, just withdrawing into our apartments where we can just order food in and order our groceries in and Mm. stay in that place and connect with just people who we want to connect with around the world. I'm more concerned about that than rather than any specific one thing in one place because it's everywhere. Mm. You could talk about this kind of persecution of that community or this kind of, uh, you know, conflict over here or this exploitation, whatever. But it's just the same pattern repeating around the world. Mm. And uh, it comes from not realizing or not being able to at least live the fact that, uh, you know, we're all just uh, different aspects of the same thing, you know, being able Mm. to see each other. Absolutely. I think it's a very... um... A key aspect of particularly the, I think this is happening in general, but the pandemic just like amplified the isolation. And I think it's still there. I still think that we're getting out of our little turtle shell, you know, even now. Um, And I don't think that we're fully outside, you know, we're not fully in it where we have the same sort of, uh, I guess, social life that you would normally right because like I also had moments where I went to this is December 2021 I went to a friend's wedding and a friend of mine picked me up from the airport and he played like a prank on me and I swear to you I haven't laughed so hard in two years I was like oh my god my friends they're so much fun (laughs) it sounds so basic but it felt so good to laugh and joke with like old friends and you just felt like you hadn't I I felt I hadn't had that in a long time yeah I mean and I think if you see measures of tolerance people who live in cities tend to be a little more tolerant of people who are not like them as opposed to people who live in communities where they're surrounded by people like them and that's just it's not that one person's a good person or one person's a bad person it's just about the outcome of something unfamiliar And as we get withdrawn more and more into our private worlds, it's not just like, you know, you said you look outside and it bothers you, but I also look inside and it bothers me. And that's what a song like Thoughts and Prayers is about. You know, it's that uh, just constant scroll on Instagram. I'm getting curating my feed. I want to look at this. So that reduces our tolerance for each other. That reduces our ability to make jokes and to spend time around each other. It's not just about community and community. It's about political views. It's about agreeing or disagreeing on, you know, some things that are major issues and some things that are minor issues. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's just separation between people. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's, that's a really interesting way of putting it as well. Because, you know, when you end up meeting people that you don't know, or you're sitting in a train, or you're sitting in wherever that you are, and you're meeting other people and they're around you, you're having to interact with them, not only in a physical way, but also in a sort of mental, emotional everything, right? Like someone who might get upset or angry or someone who's happy and you're all, like it's, Mm. there's so many moments. And when you say tolerance, it's also tolerance on like the most basic level. Mm. I like, I now I feel like I tolerate way more bad jokes now than I ever did in my whole life. You'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you have to tolerate the smell of each other's cooking, right? Like that's the basic (laughs) thing. Oh my God, that's so true. 
So right now, I'm curious as to know, like, what are your plans, you know, with your music and what else are you kind of working on at the moment? So at this moment in time, I'm working, uh, I also write. So I'm working on a bunch of stories for screen. Uh, that Apart from that, I have another project which I've been, you know, working on low-key. So it's a more sample-based project. Mm-hmm. It's going to go more with in the space of like trying to explore my production Sampling is such a big part of uh, hip hop, yeah. you know, for me, I don't work on a process of, oh, I buy beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've started as a musician and I look at each uh, track as a creation. So it's either I'll sit and work with a producer, like that was yeah. my relationship with National Animal with Shomde through, that's why it was a band. Or with Shayanton, you know, Joy Roy, who was the bassist. And that first album, Park Circus, all those songs are built around his bass lines. You know, it's if you so listen good. to it, you'll understand. It's, it's yeah. those bass lines that are you know, I've managed to have so much fun with and create all these things. Hey, so what is the last song you're going to play for us today? Uh, So it's called Boom Nation. (gasps) My fave, my fave from the record. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, good. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the song. So Boom Nation actually I'd written like, this is one of the earliest songs on this album. And uh, I was uh, just trying to work in, 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 you can kind of hear me starting to work in a few Hindi lyrics, a little bit of thing, just trying to see how it works next yeah. to each other. It ended up being like, I don't know, a really nice track. It's with this uh, friend of mine called Kikomba Sound. Oh, wow. So he plays with the Many Roots Ensemble. He's a bassist. Oh, Shobik. got yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was his side project and he had a bunch of beats he was sitting down and making while like... Yeah. And uh, we just ended up jamming on it and it came out. Really nice. I love it. It's <laughs> so fun. And the thing that I liked about it is that it sounded so different from... Any of the songs on your album? So yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really the nice. that's the chameleon aspect, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's you. Be like, hmm, I, I am a chameleon. Perfect. So, uh, last song with IG is Boom Nation. Yay. No matter what we do. Ah. So gullible. What can I say that you play on the air? Can you say what's the frequency, Kendrick? I came of age on the stage where they played Jimmy Page like the new Jimmy Hendrick. We don't need reason to rhyme. We just need to have a good time. This be the new chart, so beast. That's like my favorite crime. Police, they fuck with the vibe, but they can't fuck with the tribe. That's why we hang as a gang. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we hang as a gang. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we don't need to hide. That's why we hang as a gang. 
That's why we do need to hide. Stalling me, presidents walling me, who be co calling me, feel like they following me, best disappear before DJ can roll me, Christopher Nolan me, prestige go fall on me, they pressure cooking me, way over booking me, must have mistooken me, now they be hooking me, Brahma and Star Wars and Solo they wooking me, but I'm like the chocolate chip on your cookie, be looking at me, so dark and so sweet and so sugary, don't know it's over, I bounce back, I'm rubbery, yes and I'm commonly found in the strawberry, excuse me officer, this and I'm rubbery, kicking the state up like Lalu and rubber, mask in the temple inside me like Barber, here we go, they come and dig me my cover. This is my land, I don't mind if it cover me. Cover me, 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 cover